What's good, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Headspace Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Russ's new album, Chomp, and we're going to be doing a little album review for that. So, the five-track debatable if it's an EP or album because of its length being over 20 minutes and depending on how you standardize your definitions is now out. Russ put out the Project Chomp. We go through it track by track. Giving Going to give you thoughts on every single song, let you know how it is. Um... Before we get into that, just letting you know, you can go ahead and support the channel on Patreon. If you feel what we do, that would be mad appreciated. And I also make music myself. So if you want to check that out, links in descriptions. I'm running a little contest, so a little bit of details down below. I would love to hear what you think about everything. So feel free to leave comments along the way. And on that note, I think it's about time for us to, to start the show, for real. I like to contextualize all of my album reviews with a little bit of a description as to you know, how I know the artist, why I'm covering them, my familiarity with them, so that like you as a person, and listen, I know Russ's fan base is hardcore, that y'all have an idea of who I am a little bit coming into this project. So from my end of it, basically, um, I did do the album review for the uh, Zoo project that Russ put out. That's about all I know musically of Russ. I listened to a few things here and there. I'll be honest with you, at least with the older work, it, it wasn't 100% my cup of tea sonically, at least with where I was at at that phase of my life. But I always respected that Russ had a lot of talent. But what really interested me about Russ was a lot more the interview side of things. It wasn't really his music. It was, I watched his DJ Vlad interview, where I, I don't know if it was with Vlad. I think it was like Vlad had outsourced it to one of the cronies. And then I watched Russ basically piss off everybody or have this attitude and act along the lines that he had pissed off everybody. People were mad at him because he was able to do things like sell 2,000 tickets at a show, which is pretty damn impressive by himself. Uh, other people can't do that, which is kind of facts. And I totally get it. So Russ um, has proceeded to brand himself as this independent powerhouse who does it all by himself, doesn't need anybody, completely outside the industry, and that totally has a lot of appeal. And I'll be real with y'all, that may have changed. His whole reputation may have been updated. I don't know. I just I just didn't have a lot more interest in him after that point because I was like, who sets up your tour? Hmm. Not, not, not to say that Russ doesn't like an extremely impressive person. I just, um, a lot of people I know are convinced that Russ doesn't have any help um and i find that a weird fallacy i think rusto is, is is truly autonomous and independent and sets a lot of interesting marketing and business angles that a lot of us could do because if i'm not mistaken for a long time he's one of those like pioneers of constant single releases and things like that that really reshaped how a lot of music marketing takes place today so i just want to give him all of his dues for his brilliance um musically i like the fact that he has a good grasp of melody and he understands how to rap and stuff it was always beat choice it was really just the beat choices that i found myself having a lot of trouble getting into back in the day so why am i doing chomp with everything i just said well because did you see that feature list i'm in my 30s did you see that feature list holy crap that is like candy that is like saying hey growing ass hip hop head rapper types 
come ahead and uh, listen to this project because how could you resist Benny the Butcher, Black Thought, Buster Rhymes, DJ Premier, and all them? Like, we can't. So Russ got us. He, uh, you could say he chomped on down on the industry and did something I don't think a lot of people expected. Busted out a five-track project with so many features on it where you're like forgiven the fact that there's so many features because you kind of want to hear everybody's contributions on the album. I really did not think I would be talking about Busta Rhymes again so quick after the last Busta Rhymes review we just did. Um, but that's cool. I'm like super excited. And I know it's a couple days late on this review. I haven't heard the album yet. I was like really busy. This is not planned into my life. This was like a bonus thing that I'm throwing in. Um, but I wanted to get it done. How I'm doing these reviews now so that y'all are aware. I haven't heard the album yet. I'm going to go listen to the track. I'm going to come back and let y'all know what I think. Go listen to the track. Come back. Why? Copyright law. All your cats out there that you follow playing tracks are in for some bad news bears in the future when they finally destroy that entire model. And not because they want to, but because Europe's going to force their hands and stuff. So we just protecting ourselves by doing it. If y'all really, really want that Sonic experience, just open up your Spotify's or whatever and hit play. Just do y'all thing. If you're on a phone, I get I guess that you can't, but there's ways for you to listen along if, if that's really your cup of tea. But anyway, we're just going to talk about thoughts. Uh, I love the cover. I love the little doggy thing. It looks really cool. It looks like it's going to go really well as a merch item. Um, it doesn't have any depth or invoking is it just it's, it's, it's a cool looking dog with the teeth glaring and shit and then it corresponds to the title chomp um, believe it or not I actually have to review the album cover or I can't have it in the corner there as part of copyright law it's part of like the rules and stuff so I like the cover it makes me want to listen to the album that's about as far as I have it's nice whoever made it deserved the money they got I think it works well as an identifiable thing but it doesn't invoke anything and it could have been anybody that did it. There is nothing about that album cover that screams any person to me. It could have been just anybody. And I think that may be to counts against it, but I don't know. It's a fucking cover in 2020. I don't think that many people care that much. Maybe you do. Maybe you're a cover person, in which case let me know in the comments how much you're into that stuff. I like the title though. It's like he chomped down and, and, and showed us all that he's capable of something that none of us were expecting. And on that note, I just want to get into it. Let's talk about Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, so if anybody out there was like, yo, why are you being cheeky, dissing Russ's independence? I'm already scathing comment. If you haven't hit enter yet, I totally get where you're coming from. If you have hit enter, uh, I don't know, I guess it is what it is. Um, but you wow, this is one, this is a five, straight up. Um, um, I didn't really like to start at first with the yeah, 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 but I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then he just starts rapping, and I'm not going to go through it all bar by bar because I think there's a lot of concepts that got brought in. Um, I like how Russ starts it off. So I've been thinking a lot about accessibility in music and how do you actually teach lessons uh, through hip-hop in a practical way, right? Like, because if you just write, like, the super conscious shit, like, you're not really going to get the kids. You're not really going to get, like, anybody other than, I guess, the converted. So how do you convert people? Like, how do you go out there and do something flashy? So uh, Russ really did something smart here. He starts the track off with, like, a call to action. Like, yo, we going in with this. Points out he's been at this since 06. And then kind of goes in with that. Everybody's not as legitimate as he is. I also really like what he's like. Because you can't fuck with me. So you lie instead. You lazy. You black China head. Because I remember when that went down. Everybody made fun of that. That was some fun shit. But it's also smart shit. Like he, he's already got bars in this shit. Um, he's already proving that he's able to got a pen game. I also like just the bars that like when the mask came out. So with COVID and all that. He's making M after M. 
you're not a boss, you get your percent after them, so the bosses get paid, then you get paid. That's uh, rough money, uh, slowing up, no more audience. That's the kind of situation happening. And uh, the Fashion Nova ads and OnlyFans made it obvious. So you kind of just see how, um, <clears throat> I kind of like how he's pointing out the, almost the transition of, like when I hear Fashion Nova and OnlyFans, I mean, they're online transaction enterprises that are fucking up the real estate and real life like world right so if you think about it from like that kind of point of view this internet audience thing people who are able to build their audience online are crushing the in-person realities and the compensations so a fashion over and an only fans thrive at the cost of say retails and prostitutes um and porn uh, i guess porn's already online whatever y'all get the point this is really smart shit um i'm actually really fucking fascinated by the fact that that's not where that's where it starts it's pretty strong then it gets a little bit of glassy flassiness in him then all of a sudden he flips it into super fucking social consciousness where he brings up like fucking police killings and the fact that there are people out there he shouts out my son like my son's one of the most like respectable revolutionary dudes in hip-hop like I'm so impressed with Russ, but then he's being real with y'all. He still wants the Grammys. He still wants all this shit. I like the fact that like he's just pointing out how set up he is, how his business is in play. He's like, yo, I don't want to fuck around with people. I want to buy land. I want to get equity. I mean, I, I want to just make it all proper. Um, I like how he doesn't actually like. I could give a fuck if my enemy dies. Like, do you hear what he's saying to y'all? Do you hear the truth he's saying? Y'all caught up on some petty shit, what people feel about this. Me, I keep my eye on the prize. So I did the Kaluminati Tupac review, the, the Machiavelli album there. And I, I missed it, but the idea of the Kaluminati, from what somebody in the comments said that resonated with me, was the idea of killing the Illuminati. This this like um, idea that has infested people where they're so distracted with enemies and secrets and whatever that they prevent themselves from seeing the acquisition of wealth. And instead of indulging with the symbols on the dollar, just go get the dollar. And I feel like Russ is really tapping into that spirit here. And he's kind of pointing it out. Like, yo, one of my favorite, and I, there's going to be a lot on this track because this is a really amazing song. I am, wow, like for real. I just heard it for the first time. So bear with me. If you, It's you versus you, dog. You run in your own race. You know, like stop comparing yourself to other people. You do your own shit. Try to grow your own thing. And it's just beautiful the way he puts this out. And it's got this quick, upbeat, strong, rapidly rap flow that has a bit of nice pop edge to it but it's like when you see king crooked you kind of hoping for some rap and then he does it he just brings it then king crooked blesses him proper now i think it's fascinating that king crooked partnered with ammo domini beats so for fifty dollars you can buy a beat pack with the licensing for a king crooked verse that everybody can use I don't know. I think it is the cheekiest thing that Kid Crooked would participate in this. But what am I to say? The man's a capitalist trying to get his capital on. I think it's some shady shit with those what's going on there. I'm not saying it's wrong. I have my ways about it. I was surprised to see that King Crooked was willing to mass produce a verse like that. Like, I don't know. It seems so weird. But I don't know. That's just my thoughts. But I like how King Crooked points out how he's been following Russ since back in the day. And I like how he flips the sound clouds. And I tell them how these clouds sound. Like, you know, now you're on private jets and shit. I don't know. I, I like... I like the fucking everything about this verse. It, it follows through with the same thing, right? Because the industry is all about who digs, who broomsticks, who with no Vaseline. Fucking amazing. Not, like, bringing that back to that Ice Cube joint, talking about how, 
like the industry and the devils of the industry went ahead and fucked everybody over like the way that they did and to correlate that into this thing where it's almost like a warning to the youth saying yo the industry is full of snakes yo can we just talk about maybe one of the best bars on the album at the very end remember this jewel in the future keep one step like medusa ahead of snakes oh get it because your head is snakes now listen it's fucking fire because medusa's head's full of snakes and you got to keep your away from the people but again i think king crooked with ridiculous flow and ridiculous amazingness of his own style essentially tackles the exact same topic and proceeds to tell you shit like you know invest in real estate before jewels keep yourself focused on your own shit own your masters don't give up control be a boss in this game and i love it i love the whole energy of it i mean i don't know i, I without running through all the other bars i just think it's a solid fucking track i just don't have anything more to say i really like the beat in this it was engaging and i think i told y'all it was a five but that's just kind of what it is and yo russ produces his own beats right so that's some fire shit too and i have to give him his props and i'm pretty sure he does all the mixing and mastering and he does the whole like package of it so I'm in a big respect for Russ moment because I guess all that time is you really do become autonomous. You can just go sit in a, like a cabin for a month and fucking bang on an album by like yourself or get your friends. And I don't know. Really impressed with this. Five on five. Let's see uh, who wants what. Yo, this is going to be, I think, five tracks of me gushing over my newfound admiration and absolute fucking respect for Russ because um this is some fire uh i like the fact that it's a different sound right like so we've got some versatility um i like the fact that the content though remains consistent so russ is definitely playing on this i'm a boss thing but like listen he sounds like a boss i mean look i read a lot of shit like like i saw in one of the annotations here he invested in a hotel with richard branson right and i read richard branson's one of his books and i've like read a lot of the shit and like Yo, Russ is legit. Like, this is not some fake. Like, this is the kind of guy I want advice from on, like, life. Uh, that's what I'm getting from it. Like, I own property in land. I'm a popular demand because the catalog is long. I got more songs than Robert Plant. I like that. It's just a strong start to it. But I like the fact that Russ is really in the pocket. Like, I've been, like, obsessed with the pocket lately and just rhyming. And, like, learning that in a lot of ways being too complicated and being too tricky for the sake of it is, is actually not better rapping than what like russ and absol bring to the table on this track russ just flow is beautiful um i don't know that like 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 i don't know how to say it. it's just wit like saying sorry in advance i got paul mccartney fans like it's just dope rocking marnie this ain't barney's i'm a star to hardy's man and it just rhymes like that the whole way through um one of my favorite lines in this shit i'm just looking for it right here y'all got heard anatomy i got merch and factories shipping a global multi-million dollar mogul and I'm just like listening to and that's right after the Nipsey mix with Kobe yeah, merch mentalities. So I love the fact that Russ is super open for the people that inspire him in that line. He's basically calling y'all a bunch of sheep. Y'all work the same way. Y'all act the same way. Well, simultaneously, he's literally an international clothing vendor with or merch or whatever. He's got his shit going out there like it's impressive because he, you know he can back this all up and so when he says it it's fucking powerful i like that he shouts out so many people that are talented in this shit as in i'm in reference to them it's like humbling like yo russ is good his flow is pristine every syllable is clear the beats proper the way he rides everything is really really strong 
I'm not gonna do like a full bar by bar breakdown, but like you probably could and it would be fucking great. Like the nerve I struck, I'm a boss. Not, there's no one I'm employed by. That's why every show I do look like a fucking Floyd flight. You're annoyed by my confidence, how beta of you. You didn't feed your wolves so they're about to take your food. That's so strong. I mean, the truth of the matter is ascension in your life is complicated. You gain more. And a lot of people look at you who used to roll with you or saw you as an equal at one point. They can't handle it. Like, there are people in my life who I fucked with, like, fuck with heavy for a long time, who I just don't want to talk to anymore because they, they don't like me. They don't like where I'm at. They hate on some of the choices I made. They hate on the fact that maybe I'm willing to do certain things in the game to get ahead that, like, they're not. And when I say certain things, I mean, like, taking a more business acclimate to the whole situation like getting over my ego or recognizing that certain things work certain things don't certain things are for the people certain things are for artists certain things are to participate in the the circle jerk of what everyone thinks is cool and certain things are about stacking equity for yourself and so i guess as i'm trying to vibe more towards a certain mentality i love the fact that russ is giving me this fucking like album to like or these series of tracks to resonate with because yo it's speaking to the entrepreneur business dude in me like i don't know i'm fucking loving it and then absolute compliments this track kind of bringing it in a more spiritually intellectual boss mode i feel like maybe russ is more in this talent sphere like he's trying to be the best in like a capitalistic sense whereas absol's almost doing the same thing but from a perspective outlook perspective and i like i like it a lot i like what absol's doing i did say perspective twice there um i like just from the jump know your roots and who you're rooting for krs2 that's amazing, right? Because right off the jump, right? KRS-One would have been clearly the influence he's talking to. Knowledge reigns supreme, too. And he, so he wants to follow up in that. I kept the intelligent movement and root thus far. The way he does this slow shit, kind of paces every syllable perfect, and then migrates into this kind of quicker flow. I also like the idea, I don't need your approval. You know, like I just could do what I wanted to do. I'm just letting you know what's up with it. He flows through the whole way in his verse. I found it really enjoyable. The only thing I felt a little disgruntled is this what art is, simple as that, shut up and rap, where the lyricist at, how sad. Like, come on, in 2020, the lyricist stepped the fuck up and have been everywhere. Come on, stop saying the where the lyricist at shit. I, I'm being salty over something petty, but like, really, it's a weird flex. They're everywhere. Everybody's got buyers these days. And like, if you don't see it, it's because you're not actively like looking for it. But trust, everybody's got buyers these days. Um, in fact, I would argue I am so not exposed to the more pop-centric mumble rap thing that like, I can't even tell you five of these people um, anymore. I just all I'm telling you is I keep listening to album after album of lyricists, so they're fucking everywhere. Um, Anyway, they want the old soul, I can't deny my ascension. And I love that line there too, because it's like, in a lot of ways, people want you to be something you can't be anymore because you've grown up and you've turned into something new. I love the spiritual flexiness of it. I just, I really like what he does with this verse. I like the whole, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't have anything more to say about it really. I just think it's another inspirational, strong song with crazy lyrics and great intricate flows laced over a proper beat. I can't describe beats very well, but I felt it fit this tune really good to get me feeling away. So I'm giving this, I'm gonna give it a 4.75 on five. I like it a little bit less than the last one. But yo, it's real strong. If there were music videos, I didn't watch any of them for this album, but let's move on just to the inside job. I mean, this is pretty fucking fire. The 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 method man cuts 
that DJ does, uh, sorry, DJ Premier does is like, is fucking fire. Like, first of all, I wasn't expecting to hear Method Man's voice and just to hear it so eloquently laced into this track. And then just the way he starts it. Okay, the last thing my ego needs is rapping on a primo beat. Like, just the acknowledgement of how big this is and how important it makes him in the hip hop, like, you guess, lexicon of everything that's popped out in, like, the history annals and shit. Like, that's a sign that I made it. That I really like popped and hit the top as in the next line of loots because I mean not everybody gets to do a premiere track, you know? Like and I like when he just fucking keeps doing the pud shit. Like out to my skeptics, I sing fuck you like I'm CeeLo Green, you bitch. You won't catch me begging for a seat. I built my own damn table. Distribute this myself. I built my own damn label. And here's the thing. The more he says it, I really respect it, right? Because I do think that, like, a lot of people need these kind of inspirational role models. Uh, Maybe had I listened to Russ a long time ago and really thought about some of these moves differently, I'd be a lot more autonomous today and I'd be a lot farther along. Because now I'm in the position where I'm trying to build my own damn table, like... This whole behind that suit thing is a is a venture that I've been on for a long time. It's starting to actually take me places the more I think about it the right kind of ways. Um, but there's so much about this shit, this track that like it feels very personal to things he's doing in his life. Like the fact that Russ wrote a book, which I was I was interviewing this guy yesterday and he told me the book's fire. Now it's like I gotta buy Russ's book, you know? I'm going I'm not gonna buy his albums because I'm not really an album buyer, I'm an album reviewer dude, but I'm gonna buy the book. Because how the fuck could I not put money in a sound like that? You know, it's really, really cool. But really what caught me is the man got accepted into Harvard Business School. Just so casually throws it in. Like, I'm going back to school with this sense of, like, pride. Like, this is, like, I don't want to be average. So I'm going to go to Harvard and and get in there and, and do the thing. Builds up wealth and equity and chooses to further go educate himself. Right? Like... This is a rare individual as far as a role model and somebody to look up to is concerned. Uh, it, it really is. Like, he's, he is, when he go, then he follows that up with, because I'm going to rap Napoleon, I help you out with the devil. Like, that's a dope line because it could be like the temptation of giving in, but it could also be like maneuvering in a white man's world. Um, but just the fact that, like, he really kind of is giving you all these tricks and tips on how to, like, survive and almost replicate the success that he's had. Because a lot of what he's saying is shit that you would get if you were to pay money to a guy like Ty Lopez or read some of that shit. Um, I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, this one's straight up a five. Like, it's, again, the same kind of thing. Fresh-ass bars, fresh-ass content. And, like, so, like, when you're dropping puns mixed with, like, actual practical entrepreneurial advice mixed with a sense of braggadocia based in entire reality. Like, he doesn't like the the, the illusions people sell, right? And I, it's referenced on this album. I've heard him say it in interviews. So it's almost like he made sure to flex on things that are so, like, Googleable, but, like, it makes me really respective. Like, I want to be Russ. I don't know. I'm feeling I'm feeling kind of like like I'm just impressed. Like it's another five. This is this is quite the project, you know? Anyway, the next track is called Line 'em Up. What the fuck was that Buster Rhymes verse? I mean that in the best possible way. I'm just absorbing that stuff. That is the most like conflicted, like drug dealer trying to do good, recognizing the sin, not sure about redemption verse. That's like the best one of those I've heard in. And I don't, that's one of the best ones I've ever heard. It is just so like blunt and honest. And I think it's the bluntness in Buster Rhymes' delivery that sells this to like the a la max of it. 
It's a very constant flow, not relying on trickery. It's also really tight. He's extremely like precision, like well, the way he has that little pause between like bricks and ratchet, you know, like the way he just cuts the line so perfectly. I'm so impressed by it. But man, it's blunt, like, you know, uh, like literally just like coke uh, I'm trying to find like a good blunt line like Lord have mercy but the song but to ship a couple bricks right off the jump that's what's going on ratchet by the Bible on the dresser call a preacher quick and then you know it's kind of like that juxtaposition of the spiritual side of that half of his life mixed with the other thing so lay anything down for food quicker than the eye can blink flow crazy at a shorty licking coke up off my dick back to fuck the streets a bitch blasphemous to say this shit Lord, forgive me because I know it's crazy that I had these thoughts. And I just thought all of that was strong. Like, the bluntness of, like, you know, this is the life I'm living. These are the things that are happening. And whether it's a current bust or a past bust or any bust, it doesn't really matter. It's just this is a true story that happens to people. So it has the extremeness of that. And then it flows through. And it's just, you know, the idea of, like, money on my mind, less devil bleeding through my pores savage the way we live sometimes escaping how we suffer spending money like we stupid grinding till it take me under then he flows into the shit with his mom and he's like starts talking to her and the, the back and forth between accepting that like she isn't proud of him but at the same time he's doing his shit i'm just trying to like balance the idea of like doing drugs and fucking girls and 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 literally harming people in the neighborhood mixed with like the good that gets done like i'm not trying to save myself i'm just trying to save my hood and like you look at just the conflict and from that perspective it's really strong it reminds me a little bit of the track he did on his last album in terms of like talking about child support and providing access to kids and, and manipulating it in that like extreme different take on it i heard a lot of people describe what bust rhymes is describing and their efforts to justify the mentality of how you could end up in that life but I love the fact that it's the self-awareness and almost at the end of it, like, like just giving, giving into it, like knowing that I'm going to go to church on Sunday and be this person and everybody's going to know who I am and the duplicity of it all. And I don't know, I just wasn't expecting that, especially where I'll be real. I feel like Russ's verse is, is actually just really consistent with what he's been giving us. It, it's like flossy in the sense of how strong he is, but he's got some great shit. Like my favorite one from Russ's is the lesson there is getting there is way more fun than getting there. That's such a clever use of repetition, but also really smart. Like the journey is the point and the destination's kind of like disappointing. And you know, that's why you ended up in a cliff. And otherwise I love the fucking, uh, Camelot lines where he literally doubles down like he dodged a couple of Guinevere's thank god I got no Lancelot's because they weren't necessarily loyal to Arthur right you know they fucked behind his back um I'm a king I'm well aware was inside my Camelot like that that's really strong that's that's great to me and it's fucking fantasy geeky it's so dope I like the fact that he's addressing that he can't necessarily find a girl that he finds valuable but still he's gonna big up his family and shit but then you get that Buster Rhymes verse and it steals the track um I have to give it a 4.5 that Buster Rhyme shit is next level, and that Rush shit is next level. But put together, it's a weird experience. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it makes sense. Maybe y'all are like, you're overthinking this, y'all might have a feeling about it. Let me know if this, you feel the same kind of way about me. But I feel like this is two separate songs in this experience. And it's good, a lot. I gave it a 4.5. I would listen to this again because it's two very different emotions, and I like them. But I, I don't know. It just felt like maybe it's the kind of thing where on this in like eight, you'll feel different about it. But on this in one, I'm just left with a bit of confusion. I still am happy I heard it. This is a great track, a great beat, a great experience. And 
I think it's it's a really oh it's produced by Alchemist. Yo, Alchemist is fucking fire. Let's be real. Can we all acknowledge that Alchemist is fire? Anyway, I love this tune too. The more I think about it, the more I think it really is a cool mix. I just kind of wish Rush went, Russ had kind of gone more in that blunt, blunt way that Busta did and really knocked this one out the park. But who the fuck am I to know better? Russ is making M's on M's with the masks on, and I'm sitting here in my room talking about Russ and Busta gushing away, wishing I could be a little bit in their world. I'm not even trying to be a hater. I am so glad I heard this project so that I can get my game on kind of thing. It's really cool. Let's talk about how every little move in life builds momentum. Wow, that's a track to end an album. Like, that is that is strong. And I keep calling it an album because uh, the last cutoff I saw is, it's like 25 minutes is the difference between an EP. It's either 20 or 25 minutes is the difference between an album and an EP. And this shit's sitting at 23. Like, it's it's basically on the cusp, even though it's only five songs. And you may, you may think it's number of tracks. You may think it's a lot of things. But terms like LP and EP have literally to do with record length. Um... Anyhow, this is pretty cool. I, I like the track. I mean, right, again, right off the jump, yeah, Russ doing his thing. Um, what I like about him is he kind of goes a little more fun with it. I like that he recognizes his fans and the impact they have on him, the relationship. You know, I like how Ninth Wonder did the beat. Ninth Wonder does good beats. It has uh, the vocal samples that he uses tend to be really strong in a way where other people it make it gritting and annoying. But this is really, really powerful. Um, I feel like God, like my fans feel like apostles. Model your mind after mine, you're gonna be just fine. Model your mind after these other guys, and you're gonna die. And I, and I really like how he kind of goes from there and point. That, that would be like the crux of his verse. And I guess this whole project. Russ really is giving you a lot of powerful advice on how to be a more successful person for yourself now i really like what he's doing because it's something i try to do with my music even if nobody fucking hears my music and i don't have any fucking numbers and nobody gives a shit that's fine it's not really the point but i can tell you what my bar is i try to do what russ is doing in my own way through my own corporate america life and all this other shit so i admire the fuck out of it because if i'm taking y'all's advice i'm probably making y'all's mistakes like that's a good line like the epiphany i had like don't take financial advice from people worth less than a million dollars like what am i trying to be another person who's in debt with a mortgage trying to, that's not me that's not my life that's not what i'm trying to be i don't give a fuck like it's like it's like when no offense to y'all in the comments but like sometimes y'all try to come and tell me like what i should be doing when y'all don't necessarily even know what my end goal with this movie is I'm going to be real with you. This format's never going to pop. But what it did in my local scene, in terms of turning me into a boss-like player amongst my rapping peers in Montreal, where I'm from, and the people that I need to network with, and the platform I built to flex in that regard and to change my life, this, this ethic that I put through by studying the culture like this, has such a powerful impact on my reputation. And it's changed the way people see me because for four years I have actively and publicly dedicated my life to trying to look at music and show people that albums matter. And they do matter because it's fucking art. And like these are just things that are important to me. Now I'm doing these interviews and shit. These are all just moves that I'm making because the truth is, yo, like when he says shit like my career is a course in self-confidence and how ownership leads to opulence and just your Oculus. I got an Oculus over there. I was using it to do my fucking box VR shit. But the truth is, is look at building yourself. And you know, the more I, I go on this journey and the more I find my own confidence and I find my strides and I'll figure out what I'm doing with my life the autonomy i've built and shit 
like for real i feel this this real relating to what russ is saying here now maybe i don't have the success he has but i see how he's thinking and i know i'm thinking on that wavelength and it's just fucking like it makes me connect to the music in a much stronger way i like the chorus because it reminds me of biggie and i feel like it's a little biggie homage and i really like it i like the idea of keeping the momentum swinging i like the fact that it's almost like a celebration to himself that he wants to go out there and keep everything he's built and run it like and the fact that he has benny the butcher and he has black dot two other people who are at very different points in their career but both arguably at the peak of their career it's really it's really cool because all of them had the same consistent theme of uh keeping the momentum running i fucking love benny's lines though benny is one of my favorite rappers right now i just i can't help it everything he does he sounds smart he sounds hard and he sounds cocky but in a good way we different i'm not the one to converse by the time you mumble your verse i'll be in a top five company comfortably gunning for first it's rap or, or either trap one's gonna come with perks the other come with a six foot hole in the dark look i know how them numbers looking i don't gotta check stats and i like everything you said there in a sequence because i feel like it really connects a lot of the the personality of benny he is able to eloquently with a strong pen game drop the bars he needs to drop to impress people and has elevated himself into the stature of greatness and he really has worked with all sorts of great people i mean he's on a song with black dot right here not to say russ is in greatness but it's not the same kind of thing as saying black dot i'm just just what it is so like russ is also benefiting on the black dot here in my opinion um but it's also just the idea that he's able to come through with eloquence but then at the end of the day he's so confident he just knows it's all working he doesn't even have to look at the numbers he can just focus and stay in his life whereas myself i'm a little obsessed with the numbers i'm not gonna lie it's actually something i'm trying to learn how to detach myself from i like when he's like exercising my brain like a 24-hour fitness oh i love the fact that these dudes are telling you to be fucking smart and that's how it is overall benny's verse just kills it everything he says is is, is fucking fun his flow is just pristine his voice is calm and i like how he just ends it with weighing out the racks of hut or sorry just sealed the deal for a hundred with a handshake weighing out the racks of hustler really made it with rap out the uh with the jewels and the bank accounts to match the butcher it just is strong it's like a calling card and i really appreciated it then black dots verse is so cool um because it almost so it's so interesting about black dots verse is because it almost explains a little bit why the fuck it took black dot so maybe long to appear as a solo artist powerhouse in the way he has now y'all might go like black dots legend but like when i'm like 18 19 black dot name wasn't brought up a lot like everyone knew about the roots it was always the roots it was just the roots and Questlove and black like it was it was a collective so i've always just kind of found it and then you look at like the discography and it's like while he had a lot of solo stuff um he doesn't necessarily like have a huge catalog of just black dot albums and shit up until he starts doing his like stream of, of thought series which i really enjoyed um but then it's like when i first started recording i swear it was more important to make it the soul chain and a gold chain and some jordans than making my own lane than blazing the trail forward so what he's saying there is the mentality at the time was to go and almost follow the path that's set out by the labels and such rather than build your own thing now it's interesting about the way he starts that is the respective past of his youth and his career and it's in a contrast to what benny and fucking rasa put on the table as they both come in with the super autonomous approach and then black that's like that kind of wasn't me but it took uh but he had to come from those days 
and, and like he had to, he went through this thing where everything was kind of fucked and messed up and then finally he got to this position where he's in a uh, able to pull off everything and he, he's inspired to give his family all the paintings and shit and then he just kind of flows into like fighting with the motherfuckers who try to tell me I'm finished as if I'd ever considered the sky above as a limit. So you have motherfuckers who tried to come at him. I don't know what he went to court for, but he came out of court. He um, basically had to defend his image and shit. Like, again, I don't know a lot about this scenario, but I love the fact that nothing's going to hold him back. He stays true to himself. Um, kind of, uh, like when I'm the scientific, my honor, I'm dying with him. I kind of gifted. It's rare that requires a fairly different kind of spirit. Uh, just the way he rhymes all that is perfect. As far as interference, I ain't trying to hear it. Being fearless now, I'm pioneered in a higher tier. If I am peerless, I guess I am here because I ain't nobody near me. All it has to basically point out that he is literally just true to himself and he's fucking gonna bang out and, and destroy it all. And he just finishes the rest of his verse with very strong lyrics, of course. But it still pulls into the thing where, as an old man, he's gonna keep gunning. He's already a legend, but it's not quite enough. He's gotta keep going for it. And I really appreciate the energy and the tenacity brought forth on this track. And I'm gonna have to throw on another five. Yo, this album's fucking fire, yo. The range of so I guess we'll just get to the album wrap up. The range of production is stellar. Like every beat is really strong. All the features are really strong. Russ is consistent. Uh, build your equity up. Business lessons through rhymes with braggadocious and wordplay are kind of a perfect balance of everything to both be like an accessible artist that's fun to listen to because he sells the fantasy, but also like a role model to look up to and consume his music and gain something out of it. I didn't know Russ was this good. Like, even if I listened to Russ in the past a little bit, I didn't know he was this good. I didn't know he was this smart. So I'm blown away right now. Y'all can let me know what Russ albums in the past I should review because I, whatever, whatever. And maybe I'll even take a look at Zoo again and see what I see if it was like this. And I just really was stupid once upon a time in my stubbornness in the past. And I say stupid because I was very close-minded for a very, very long time, like into my 30s about good and bad and what makes sense. And only in the last few months have I feel like I've really started to see like this bigger picture of how the music game really works. And it's, it is kind of fucking fake and weird, but there's also ways to game it. And I think Russ is right. He is a guy to listen to if you want to understand it better. Uh, I, I trust his judgment, I guess. I love, I like this album a lot. It's a great fucking project. I'm really, I'm really, I forgot what it was called. Uh, I'm really surprised that I like Chomp this much. Anyhow, that's it though. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know uh, what you thought of this. Sorry if it was all over and kind of haphazard. It's been like a crazy couple of weeks for me in terms of grinding day in, day out. Um, I still have a day job, right? <laughs> Anyhow like the video if you felt it subscribe to the channel hit me up in the comments i'll answer you i will answer you nicer otherwise special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prada jonathan barnes dj black and linda williams and scribble their dope support what we do if you want to support this too you can go ahead and click on those links in the descriptions uh we have interviews now happening over at twitch.tv slash behind that suit so if you want to catch and see or learn a little bit more about montreal's local scene you can head over there follow us there that would be hella dope we also do a classic quest live on twitch now um i make music like i said at the beginning links in description let me know what you think russ if you want to do an interview holla at your boy live long and prosper everyone